your frontline source for the dating revolution, it's Better Buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, it's Eli. Hello. And John. Hello. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. If you were an article of clothing, which would you be? I would be a hat. (gasps) Dang it, you stole mine. (laughs) We can both be hats. People have many hats of different functions, you know. Why be both when we can be a trio? Okay, okay, what kind of hat? Um, Dibs on Cowboy. Like... Like a toque. Toque? A what? Yeah. Uh, let me... Let me Google that for you. How is that spelled? It's more like a knit cap. T-O-Q-U-E. That's oh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> Specifically this one that's just a bear head, actually. <laughs> what in the... There's a Canadian maple leaf one. Yeah. This well, looks like Canadian... a very... Also, yeah, I guess there's chef's hats? Uh, there is much more variety than I was bargaining for here. I, I <laughs> guess I meant, like, a knit cap. Although, there there are some options here that are making me recon- reconsider. A brim or no brim at all. Hmm. <laughs> That's a, literally the leaf. <laughs> Knit cap. So it's a common name in Canada, I guess, is the the thing. Yeah. I better get it's off Wikipedia. This is going to turn into a repeat of like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Big thing uh, in the hockey scene, too, because of all the Canadian influence. Hey there, don't you know? Oh, that uh, one's got a beard on it. Uh, uh-huh. This is very stimulating for our auditory listeners. <laughs> so we're looking at a guy with a gray knit hat, but somebody knit a brown beard into it that goes over his mouth, so you can see his mouth. But he looks yeah. like he's got a beard. Welcome and, uh, to Better Buddies, where we describe got, pictures we find online. He's got these Thank brown, you. soulful eyes that like read to me as, I'm trying to be happy and act for this photo, but good lord, I'm trying to break into the industry, send help. Okay, we're hiring RJ to write the next blurb of accessibility text we need. (laughs) (laughs) Very round cheeks that imply he's smiling, but you only see two of his teeth, so he could be a beaver man. It's It's, just It's not that he has buck teeth and should be mocked for it, it's that he, literally, you only see two teeth. Go on, just Google images toque, and you'll find it. That's a good hat, though. I like I like a new yeah. hat. That's me. What kind of hats would you guys be? Because apparently we're all hats. Uh, I was gonna be my like cowboy. It's really more of just a general outdoor explorer hat. It's got the, kind of that triangle shaped generic ass cowboy hat. Uh, you can find them on Outdoor Trading Company for seventy dollars. Oil skin. Ooh. 
You're a very specific hat. <laughs> well, it's the one I bought and wear all the time, so... That's so specific, you're gonna have to drop a link on the socials. <laughs> uh, otherwise, if I had to not be a hat, just so that if we weren't all hats, I'd probably be a leather jacket. And I'm gonna really hyper-specific on this one, too, as the leather jacket with the fake wool inside that I bought for 40 bucks at a Costco. You're specifically, being, yeah, you're being specific articles of clothing. Specifically <laughs> that one. No other one of the same to like be fair, make. Just it didn't that ask one. If you were a type of clothing, it was if you were an article of clothing. What specific <laughs> article of clothing in the world are you? Hey, I asked this question to some people today. Somebody said, the sock you lose in the dryer. Oh, I don't want to be lost. I was Relatable. a little worried about them. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Eli? What you got? I think since my I, my first get my first pick was the hat, but I'm gonna change it and I'm gonna go pajamas. One piece, two piece, footy. One. I'll do. I'll do uh, pajama bottoms. But are they footy pajamas? No, they're just pajama pants. You're no fun at all. <laughs> I say that also because I'm wearing pajama pants right now. <laughs> you know what? Fair. Fa- valid. I feel like you guys should look down and pick the first thing you saw. Well, I'm not wearing either of the articles of clothing I mentioned. I'm wearing gym shorts and a black shirt. So, Although, I honestly, if I had to pick something that's iconic to me, the black t-shirt is a good go-to. I own ten of them. Fair. Well, RJ, that's because you work in a black ops, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has a podcast every week, but hey, works on uh it's yeah, you moon deep state cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell him. The subliminal messaging. Tip them off. <laughs> uh, it's like I was telling James a couple weeks ago, there is still a secret buried in this podcast that no one has found yet. Yeah, do you think the people know? They don't know. You think there's somebody out there wearing a tinfoil hat right now and rocking back and forth? Nope. Because they're not sure, but it's possible. Eli hasn't found it. James d- is determined to find it. I don't think he will. Deep. Is it, is, do I have to steal the Constitution of the United States to discover it? No, but you do have to steal the Declaration of Independence, bitch. Damn it! <laughs> and vandalize it with lemon juice. Yep. <laughs> Imagine I picked the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got the. Imagine I got the Constitution. What you're supposed to get the Declaration? Shit. <laughs> Be a very different that. movie. Imagine they don't realize that until afterwards, though, and then it's like. There is a message on the back of the Constitution, and they're like, oh, shit. It just says, it just it's says the send nudes. secret amendments. <laughs> D's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, damn. All this from an article of clothing. I mean, we could talk about it for the next hour, too. That seems to be typical podcast form now. It is, pr- it is pretty for these days of I put together a show notes and we abandoned basically all of it to talk about the random tangent we went on from the icebreaker. You, you, RJ, you're the host. You have the power to move on. Yeah, you can just say anyway next segment at any time. And there's nothing we can do about it. Anyway. 
<laughs> he didn't finish. We could keep. We could keep going. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have all the power in editing, which I also don't do. Does it mean anything to have power if you abdicate it all the time to the natural flow of the universe? It does, because you can still change your decision at any point. I, I am think destiny. What, I think what you just said is on the back of the Constitution hidden under lemon juice. You <laughs> <laughs> UV light. We hold we these truths to, to be self-evident. That we don't give a fuck anymore. That all podcasts are created equal. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but some are more equal than others because they have celebrities. <laughs> like this one. Oh, John, that's so kind of you. <laughs> yeah, the famous co-host of uh, Super Bracket Bros. <laughs> You're on season what now? We are on season five. We're actually nearing the end of it, so. Yeah, you fucking nerds. We're still on season one over here. It's <laughs> just an indefinite season one. <laughs> no, no, no. Season one ends at 276 episodes. Why, why, why 276? That's part of the secret. Part of the, it's part of the a, the augmented reality game. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, we're we're winding down. We're in the final four right now. Uh, finale should be, I think, this in like your, three weeks. So. This is your mega monster bracket, isn't it? Where it's like all giant creatures. Yep, it's the kaiju season. It's been a lot of fun. We've gotten a lot of uh, a lot of fun characters like Godzilla, King Kong, Voltron, uh, and we've had plenty of cool guests on too who. Uh, some like kaiju versus history, uh, who were, like specialize in in kaiju media. So it's it's been a blast. That you know, not I don't want to self insert plug really quick, but uh, it's it's been a lot of fun this this season. So I recommend listening. Who are the final four this season? You'll have to. <laughs> well, I'll say you listen and find out, but you can just check the episode descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck, my dude. Anybody can just wait till the last episode and find out. Find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, it's the last episode of the season. I wonder who the top two are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you don't get all four. You just get the top two. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> Spoiler. <Yeah. laughs> you get spoiled, but the mystery. <laughs> it doesn't but matter who, who the last beat? two are. We need the last four. <laughs> That's how we dumb. unlock the keys to get us the Constitution. Yep. It's just... The founding fathers know we would make a kaiju-based character-fighting podcast. Well, the back of the Constitution, in the bottom left corner, there's instructions for a way to view all of time and space. Not travel through it, just view it. RJ, I want to reiterate John's point earlier that you could move on. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about him having all the power as the podcast host and then plugged a different podcast (laughs) in our next (laughs) But you don't understand... You're not. I'm not trapped here with you. You're trapped here with me. Oh, you no. can't move on without me. Discord disconnection noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our next segment is Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Who would like to start? I could go first again. Do it. Um. So. I bought a new game recently. <gasps> a new game? And it was uh, it was very short. It's called To the Core. I saw a real civil engineer playing it on YouTube. Um, and it it's kind of like one of those Flash games where you go do the thing for a little bit. You don't do it very well. 
you come back to a store, buy upgrades, and then are able to do the thing better ah. next time. So it's like a number go bigger game. Love a number um, go bigger game. So I don't know if I want to spoil the exact scale of it because that's some of the fun part. Like, how big does this really get? But drill, uh, drill to the core of the earth, go burr. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, you struggle to get like even a hundred resources for your first go, and then it that that becomes like a breath or less <laughs> later on. <laughs> so cookie clicker go burr. It is very fun. I bought it. It's only like seven, eight bucks on Steam right now. Oh, nice. Um and it took me eight hours to beat. But I uh, bought it and played it six hours in a row the night I got it. So So you're getting your money's worth, that's a dollar an hour less. Yeah. It's I, I, good balance. I also I also feel like with so many mammoth games coming out recently, it's, it's a, like a bite sized gaming experience is probably nice to like a palate cleanser. <laughs> oh yeah. god. And it's kinda like turn your brain off too. like you have your objective is to get to the bottom and it's sometimes difficult there's a little bit of strategy but sometimes you can just turn off your brain and mind the planet eli you speak such truths about big games right now <laughs> yes we get well, rj's recommendation <laughs> <laughs> Segway. well it's just so many games, and I don't have enough time, because I bought Baldur's Gate 3, and I haven't finished it. I haven't even gotten a third of the way through. And then Starfield came out, and I bought that, and I've barely started that. And in October, the new Spider-Man game comes out, and I'm gonna have to play that. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, uh, I bought it's a funny PS5 you... for it, Eli. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> It's funny that you say that as I sit here watching Steam update Jedi Survivor. I um, haven't gotten Jedi Survivor yet. Which I played all of four hours of, and then Tears of the Kingdom came out, and I have not touched it again. I haven't finished Tears of the Kingdom, I forgot. Like, like 2023 really is a banner year for video games. Like, it's like all the, like, game of the year. Every other month is a game of the year contender. Elden Ring. Oh my god, Elden Ring was 23? Yeah, very early this year, I think. Oh, was I it, or am I that. losing my touch on reality? <laughs> uh, oh, I think you're right. oh no, it was twenty twenty two. It was a year ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've lost all grasp on reality. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just there's so many good games that I got to finish Mystery Dungeon that didn't come out this year, but I bought it this year. That came out. Almost 20 years ago. Good grief. So yeah, nice little, like, palette cleanser games are great. I recommended one a couple weeks ago. It was the one uh, Andrew, long, long time ago guest on the show, had made. So yeah, it's this drill to the... This is, uh, what, to the core? Yes. Or when you first said that, I thought it was going to be related to To the Moon. No, but that's also a great game if you have, like, eight hours, coincidentally. And, like... 15 bucks or something. Is that how much it costs? How much does that cost? Or is it 20? 10. Ooh. Even better. Uh, Eli, do you want to go next or should I? I can go next. What you got? 
I'm going to recommend a TV show <gasps> on Netflix that may or may not be an adaptation of my favorite manga series. <laughs> hmm, what uh, could it be? <laughs> Dr. Stone? <laughs> As as yeah, as I'm looking at the uh, my One Piece collection behind me, <laughs> is it the yeah, one volume collection you can't physically read? No, no, I, 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 I don't know what I'd do if I got that. But no, <laughs> <laughs> cry. No, no. Uh, it is yeah. I'm recommending the Netflix One Piece uh, series. It is fantastic. It is so much fun. I when it when it was announced a while ago, I I was with everyone else thinking, oh god, this is going to be a disaster. For one, like the, 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 like the Netflix adaptations for anime series have been really bad, right? I will and then fight there were... you on that when it comes to Cowboy Bebop. Okay, well, like, okay, mixed, right? Like, yes, I'll take that. Yeah, the mixed results, uh, you know, critically and commercially. Um, so when One Piece got announced for it, it was like, man, One Piece has got to be like one of the hardest animes to adapt the live action and the track record isn't there. So I was like, this, this feels like it's going to be a disaster, but slowly, but surely, uh, you know, promotional, uh, photos got released and I was like, mm, this looks kind of interesting. And then the trailers got released and I was like, oh man, this actually looks really good. And then I watched it and it exceeded all expectations. It was fabulous. Even if you're not a One Piece fan, I recommend it. I actually think people who haven't watched the or watched the anime or read the manga will will appreciate uh, the live action series without you mean knowing. They might appreciate only having to watch ten episodes instead of a thousand. Yeah, like literally a thousand. I think what was the last uh, last episode? I think was one thousand seventy five. <laughs> oh fuck that! <laughs> I fucking hate yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, that, that's why, like, the, the live action is great because it keeps the core of the story intact, but it really, uh, it really cuts down on so much fat, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, so it's very pal, it's very bingeable, very, like, palatable. Uh, yeah, if you have eight hours, if you're just looking for a nice fun binge, because it, it's fast, it's action paced, and it's just, like, fun. Like, it's really funny. Uh, it's very endearing. They they just nailed it. It's just like like I just keep going to back. I just had such a good time watching it as a One Piece fan. But I I do think that anybody uh, who just wants to have like a fantasy pirate adventure should watch it because it, it it delivers on that perfectly. How is it on the visuals? Because I remember watching the trailers and it always just felt a little like off Uncanny. to me. I I think the I think the visuals in the show are great. I know what you mean because from the trailers I was kind of like, "Ooh, this looks kind of kind of like, off and people bad." But it was always right. just felt like like it was like it wasn't finished. Like maybe it was a little too yellowed or something, but it always just kind of felt like something's missing. I I felt as similar to you watching the trailers. I can say watching the actual show, I didn't feel that at all. Okay, so there are scenes where it's kind of more brighter, like... Because that's one of the... I haven't seen One Piece. I haven't read One Piece. But I did watch the One Piece abridged, like, two-episode series. (laughs) And what I do remember between, like, the joke series I just referenced, but also, like, some of the clips and images I've seen, is that it's... The world of One Piece is very bright. And, like, in the sunlight and blue skies. And everything I'd seen in the trailers wasn't. So, like, do they have some of that just, like, they're hanging out underneath some blue skies and everything's really clear and bright? The majority of the show is, like, bright and during the day. And I think 
it's really sh it's shot really well so okay yeah I, i'm i can assuage you on that like the the show is just very pleasant to look at um and also like the one of the big uh hangouts people were having uh coming up to the show was how was like how are the abilities gonna look how is luffy mm -hmm. stretching rubber <laughs> like that just looks that's probably gonna be a disaster but no the special effects in the show are really good they use a lot of the special powers sparingly which i think is a great idea yeah um, but there's also a lot of cool practical effects too. Like there's a lot of, uh, makeup and prosthetics. Um, you know, props are, you know, hilariously anime sized swords, <laughs> but they're real and they're being wielded around, uh, by stuntmen. And it, it's just, it feels so natural. So, uh, there's a great mix of, of, uh, visual effects, but also practical effects. And my God, the stunt coordination in the show is amazing. If you're a fan of like action sequences, the one piece live action is great. Okay. Yeah, like, like I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna go, you know, I'm not gonna say it's like the greatest TV thing ever made because uh, it is. <laughs> sorry, sorry, second greatest. One Piece as an anime is still out there. Yeah. <laughs> TV rankings, objectively, One Piece anime, One Piece live action, nothing else. Several, several One Piece specials, one shot <laughs> specials. Uh, no, no, like, like I said, if you, if you just want like a fun, bingeable action adventure fantasy series, One Piece live action delivers that in spades. I think if you're not a fan of the source material, I think you'll have fun watching this. Um, and yeah, I like, it's just, it's just really good guys. Like, I think it's really fun. <laughs> is Luffy still OP as fuck? No, quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, now you got me. Why did you bury the lead? That's cool too, is that because it's live action and they use the power sparingly, it almost like <laughs> sets, sets the, the power level to like zero, basically. <laughs> it means they actually have to like fight and not just like be super invulnerable to each other until someone stops being invulnerable rj that is that is not how that works uh, but i will oh, not bring this it? up <laughs> i've had it described to me i know what happens in episode 937 yeah but that's well, episode 900 this is episode <laughs> one <laughs> no no it's it's actually surprisingly grounded there are some wacky anime shenanigans yeah. but like i said uh very sparingly most of the show, the action is very grounded, and uh, the stunts are amazing. Like, one of the main characters, Doro, he's a swordsman, and, like, a lot of his action sequences are just straight up, like, like just kung fu movie uh, yeah. sets, and it's really cool, so. All right. Yeah, all right. See, and here I'm... I'm, I'm sitting here waiting for the uh, second season of um, Castlevania to drop. Oh, right. Well, not second season. I mean, the second series. Oh, and it's like, there are four seasons. Yep, I've seen all four seasons. <laughs> the show's done. <laughs> the, the French Revolution Castlevania. I didn't know that was coming out. That's cool. Later La Castlevania. <laughs> Castlevania. Where the new Belmont uses a baguette steak. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really stale baguette. <laughs> <laughs> Holy baguette. We ward off the vampires with the stale baguette and the misplaced charcuterie. <laughs> no, please. They must stop and resort the charcuterie. Uh been awesome. I you you have convinced me, Eli. I will give it a try. It's fun. 
My right. recommend. Oh, sorry, John. Go ahead. I was just gonna make a comment. RJ and I have a friend from high school who's watching One Piece right now. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I asked him if he was watching subbed or dubbed, and he was like all afraid I was gonna, you know, mess, uh, be disappointed in him for watching dubbed. And like, no, dude, I fully support that. That's way too many episodes to like have yourself staring at the screen the whole time looking at the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> See, I actually, so I watched, uh, we, I watched the live action with my brother and then we were like, Hey, let's watch like some of the original anime episodes, like to compare and contrast. And my God, like <laughs> it's the, the anime is so slow. It's just, it's so much of like, Oh my God, he just hit him with a punch. Wow. I can't believe he delivered the punch. Wow. I can't believe I hit him with the punch. He couldn't hit me with that punch before. How could he do it now? <laughs> it's just that for like nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Did they? What did they do for the theme song? Did they use the American anime theme music? No, they did not use God the rap. God damn it! <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> I I like I I think if they I, honestly I feel like there's a legal thing because if they could I feel like they would have. They should have. <laughs> I st- yo. That, that is one of my favorite things from the abridged series I watched. They did the American intro, but they just kept looping it as they like they kept looping it as the Luffy part. They didn't go to anybody else. So they did like the <laughs> here we go Luffy like three or four times. Uh, uh, I, I, I clown on that opening, but man, I still love it. <laughs> I can recite it from memory. It's a jam. <laughs> it's so good, but in like the worst kind of way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think the other thing, hey, too, that our friend who's watching through the show, he was like, he was all excited. He announced to our group chat today of, he got to he got through the two hundreds, so now he's up to ten eighty p and full screen. <laughs> and it was like, I didn't want to be the asshole, but also I really wanted to be like, aren't there a thousand episodes? He's a fifth of the way done. I mean, that's that's a feat. What's what's crazy is that the arc that the anime is in has been. I think we're entering year four mm-hmm. of just the story arc. <laughs> How does anybody watch that? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I read it and it's the same, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I gave up on the anime a while ago just because it was like the, like I said, just a lot of still images and just nothing happening with the, with the, with on the illustrated, I can like digest it better, uh, but I don't know how people keep up weekly anime. It's nuts. Uh, now the only other bit I've seen is a YouTuber comedian commented on an episode where a kid made Japanese curry. Do you remember this very distinct, unique experience from the show? From the, from the anime? Yes. Made curry? Like a little yes. kid? Yes. Uh, I, can't, I can't say I recall. You can't recall that super important episode? Uh, RJ, that probably wasn't <laughs> canon. I only pay attention to the important bits. <laughs> it was probably filler. I'm sure it was, because it was literally all about, like, the kid was, like, the dishwasher, but he had to make curry for, like, the admirals or whatever. Oh, God. Okay, now I'm racking my brain on this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do that. I'm going to give my recommendation. So, the video game company that probably holds, like, one-fifth of my soul, Bethesda, has released their newest video game and their first original IP in a while... Starfield. 
Oh. I'm in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to play Starfield. (laughs) That's all I want to do. I got, it's, it's, from what I have played, I've played through, like, the intro stuff, the stuff to get you started in the game. Um, it is very big on customization. You customize your character, obviously, but then you customize, like, the traits you start with. You can pick a couple. There's no, like, stats the way, say, Fallout has. It's more the Skyrim style of just, like, here are your skills. Follow skill trees. Um, but, unlike in Skyrim, where it's, oh, use that skill often enough to level it up. It's, like, it kind of is, but there's very specific challenges with each skill. So, like, if you want to increase your carry weight, you sink a point in to unlock that, like, bonus. And then, if you want to upgrade that carry weight further, the next step is to run, like, 7,000 yards or something, or, like, 5,000 yards, while at 75% or more of your carry weight. Classic Bethesda. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> just... around to level up. <laughs> it's not just using the skill makes it better. It's, hey, do the thing. To, like, it, hard to explain. Yes, you have to use the skill, but it's not, like, don't just cheat it. Like, actually go do shit with it. Um, the ship is cool. Like, the shipbuilding customization stuff has a lot of cool potential. Uh, there's been tons of articles of, like, people building the Millennium Falcon or other sci-fi ships. Um, you can color everything and anything individually on the ship. So, a lot of the pieces will have, like, a primary, secondary, and tertiary color that you can select from a slider scale, like, gradients and stuff, like, a full-on color customization. So your ship can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. And I've already been to Earth. 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 The final frontier. There is no Earth. <laughs> oh. It dead. It's a Hyperion oh. situation. I gotcha. I went to the moon, though. moon's pretty dead, too. But it was always it, like that. Yeah, there is, wasn't much there. <laughs> is the Earth dead, or is the Earth not there? It's dead. Like, is... is there? Okay. You learn Never pretty quickly, that. easily. It's not... This is, really isn't a spoiler. Like, it's part of the first missions of the game. Like, you literally are following a guy around in the first, like... Like, the first story mission that gets you started in the story is go to a place and join the society. And then you go to the place and join the society, and they say, hey, here's another lead on a thing. Let's go track it down. And you go to the soul system and follow a guy around to a bunch of different places in the soul system and track him down. One of them being the moon... Like, a shipbuilding yard outside the moon. And it's like, oh, yep, there's the Earth. Uh, It lost all its atmosphere way back, and... Like, people had 50 years to evacuate, which created the mass exodus and the United Systems as they were managing the colonization. Mm. It's it's funny you mentioned Hyperion, because my first thought was Cowboy Bebop. Kind of, except more dirt. Oh, yeah. I always forget that Earth is, like, not in a good spot in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's more akin to that, I suppose. Um. So you're saying this game is a prequel to Wally? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, 
No, it's a divergent path from Wally because they lose the atmosphere. You cannot inhabit Earth anymore. There is literally no oxygen. And that's that's why Wally has to get the boot because there's a tree in it. <laughs> yeah. Duh, there's RJ. Even, there's not even carbon Duh. dioxide. I mean, RJ, there's I, literally nothing. Did they explain how? In what? Uh, like how the planet lost its atmosphere. Like that's not, not a thing yet. that just happens. They have not explained that yet. But the only uh, I found, like I was just kind of like exploring and hearing, overhearing talk and chatter in the first city, and they're they have a new thing instead of like doing like there's main quests, there's side quests, and then there's activities where it's just like oh here's a little like one marker thing you can go do, and one of them was oh, no visit the London. Uh, monument, not monument, but like, yeah, I think it was like the London Monument on Earth, and you go, and the only thing left on the entire fucking planet that isn't dirt is the top of a tower that I guess was in London before the, uh, before the planet was destroyed, and that's it. But like, if you're in the space view examining, like, the planet, you can kind of see, like, the where the continents were. Interesting. That's cool. And everything is desert. There is no water. How, uh... How scientifically advanced is this confederation of planets? Like, could they fix the problem if they wanted to? Um... I feel like they could if they really wanted to, because they've colonized M Mars. Uh, they've colonized Venus. Um... They colonized Alpha Centauri. So if they really wanted to, they probably could. But okay. the sentiment based on, like, when you go into the... Like, when you get the assignment and you're trying to track down this guy in the soul system, the person you go talk to who, like, is his commanding officer person is like, oh, yeah, soul system is, like, the worst assignment to get. Nobody asks for it. So, like, yeah, there's people still living in the soul system, but... It, nobody cares. Magic. But, well, yeah, uh, the combat is pretty your... smooth. That just means you get to be king of Earth. Nobody's gonna contest you. True, I am king of the world. This is my pile of dirt. <laughs> my dirt. Uh, the only glitch I've really run into is a sinking glitch. S y n c h. Where mm -hmm. the model, like, if you initiate a conversation with someone, their model will go through all of the, like, talking animation. And once it's about finished, that's when the audio and the words show up. Mm. But. That sounds like typical Bethesda, yeah. Only after, like, the first, like, sentence. Like, after, well, if you continue the conversation, it all syncs up again. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, occasionally a random, like, the music will cut out for, like, a moment, but that's it. And you don't lose any of the, like, frame rate or anything. So, typical Bethesda, but also, like, not game-breaking. Um, and the... You really can just become a space trucker. Like... <laughs> Things have different values on different planets. Like, so when you pick up an item in, like, you scavenge, it'll be like, oh, it has a value of 145 credits or whatever. But then you go to a space station or a 
colony or whatever and be like, oh, actually, it's worth, we'll pay you, like, 50 credits or whatever. So, just because it's a has a base value doesn't mean that's exactly what you'll get. So I get to live out my dreams of playing Spore Space Stage again for the yeah the first time. Basically, I go sell the pink spice to the yellow spice producing colony. <laughs> this is a reference not many people are gonna get. I'm, not <laughs> <realizing>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> is that before or after you make a germ? Um, long, <laughs> long after. <laughs> Like, on the other side of the evolutionary scale. <laughs> um, but yeah. Have neither of you played Spore all I, the way through? I actually, not all the way through. I played, I bought it, and I played it through to, like, the civilization stage. And then I think mm-hmm. I got wiped out. And I didn't play it anymore. Can't say I ever played Spore. Did you ever oh, hear it, about it? Oh, yeah, I heard a lot about okay. it. People were very disappointed when it came out. Luckily, I was like eight, so I <laughs> didn't know enough to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. But it was very interesting. Not to derail our conversation about Starfield, I'm sorry. No, no, you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> but Yeah, like five different genres all crammed into one game. Some of them not as good as they could have been, but a fun game for at least like one or two run-throughs. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people I've seen a lot of the chatter around Starfield right now. I'm I'm not too worried. I think I'm going to get out of it what I want out of it, which is a Bethesda game. By Bethesda? What? I know, right? <laughs> no. Like, it can't be. I really don't know what people were expecting with this. Like, Bethesda was pretty straightforward about what they were doing. Like, yeah, they announced it way back, but it's not like they were hyping it up the entire time since they announced it. They literally were like, hey, we're making a game. Here's the title. See ya in, like, three years. And then three years later, they're like, hey, remember that game we were making? It's coming out in in the fall. See ya then. And then they showed up in the fall and said, here's the game. That... <laughs> Everybody else did the work. (laughs) If anybody's disappointed, it's because they hyped themselves up over nothing. I saw a YouTube thumbnail that was like, there was no possible way to market this game. I did not watch it, but... um, Yeah, I don't know. Well, if they tried, they were going to end up in the same boat as No Man's Sky, where they marketed it, everybody lost their fucking minds over the marketing, and then the game came out and they went, wait, this isn't what you promised. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's not what you expected, but it's what I promised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I can't wait. That, honestly, it's going to be a struggle not to just spend the rest of my weekend weekend on it. Why not do that? Because I have responsibilities. And they can other wait. projects. I gotta finish turning into a Mandalorian. Like, in the game? No, like in real life. Okay. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I'm making He's Mandalorian not. armor. Oh, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I asked for clarification. Yep. He's taken the creed. He's I was like in the living waters. I was the like, jetpack has been assembled. 
you're you're becoming Mandalorian in real life and in Starfield. <laughs> I could. One of the options is bounty hunter. As like your background. Oh, I I did pick up as one of my as like you, here pick the three traits you can start with as your optional traits. I did pick up the uh, dedicated fanboy. Adoring fan. Adoring fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if slash when I kill him. <laughs> and then I also picked the parent one where you send 2% of all your earnings back to your parents but uh they send you letters and you can visit them Oh. and the third one I picked was that there is a bounty on my head and people will occasionally show up to try and collect it and that hasn't happened yet like Outside of your normal crime bounty? Yep. Interesting. I also got a letter from my dad, but I stopped playing about when uh, I got the letter. So I need to go visit my dad. Dad. Got a message for you. Your eyes only. <laughs> no, I literally was in the... I was in our, <laughs> the, like, group. Because, uh, like, the organization you join has a headquarters in, like, the biggest city. And... Mm -hmm. That's, like, their only headquarters, and there's a total of, like, seven members. And you roll up. I rolled back up after, like, in it, completing the first quest I did for them. And one of the other members was like, oh, by the way, your dad stopped by and left you this letter. I was like, alright. Cool. <laughs> Just gonna pretend I called my dad at some point to tell him where I was working now. You open the letter and it says, hey, you, you're finally awake. <laughs> I hit the travel the set course button and tr to travel to Earth, and my screen goes black. I open my eyes. Oh no! It's it, he did it again. Todd, Todd did it again. He made us buy Skyrim again. Yeah, really. It's just like five hours of space content, and the rest is just Skyrim. But again. They released, like, three or four versions of Skyrim between Skyrim and Starfield. Yep. Skyrim. Skyrim. It's like Skyrim, but in space. It's like Skyrim, but in Skyrim. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yo, dog, I modded <laughs> Skyrim so you can play Skyrim in your Skyrim. I, one of the first comments I saw on YouTube was like, oh, cool, now we can put together a mod to put the entire map of Skyrim into Starfield. <laughs> Okay, so. You could. <laughs> Probably would not be that. I mean, it'd be difficult because of the scale of it, but like individual pieces probably wouldn't be too hard. I hear Fallout 4 mods just work. Uh, I believe the, it. In the engine. Well, now I want to just load up some Fallout 4 mods onto it. <laughs> like, oop, I just have a bunch of extra companions now. Hey, look, it's Preston Garvey. A settlement yeah, needs my help. Say, mod Preston in. A planet needs your assistance. Oh my god, my brain would melt if all of the <laughs> games were in Starfield on different planets. <laughs> it's the new metaverse. Could be. I mean, there's gotta be an Easter egg out there somewhere, right? Like, you gotta oh, be sure. able to find Tamriel. I'd be surprised or if there wasn't some Easter egg Whatever somewhere. the world is actually called. Tamriel's the continent. You can probably think. find Nern Root. Nern is the planet name. That's right. Because uh, in 
Fallout 4, you could find Nernroot on the Brotherhood of Steel airship. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, let us know if you find an Easter egg like that. I'll probably just Google. <sighs> there. Yeah. Our next segment, How to Be a Better Buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. Our first question this week, men who pay for premium on dating apps. Why? With the further details... Most of my guy friends have the Bumble subscription. I asked them a while ago why they pay, and they said it's because they get so few matches and need a leg up. I do know that a lot of guys in my city have it for travel mode as they work up north on the mines on a fly-in, fly-out basis. Now, I don't know if it's just my mate's lack of game, which is definitely a possibility, or if it's that's just the reality for men on dating apps. If you subscribe, what made you sign up and has it worked? Uh, quick uh, poll. Am I the only one who's done this? I've done it. I don't currently do it, but I've done it. I have never used a dating app. More power to you. Uh, <laughs> more of your insight, please, Eli. I want you to answer this question first. What, me? Yep. Uh... John and I are clearly biased. <laughs> yeah, you know what our answers are going to be. Uh, I don't know how to answer this. The question is, if you subscribe, what made you sign up? And has <laughs> it worked? And also, the primary question is men who pay for dating apps, why? I Answer the questions, I Eli. I, I don't know. I don't do either. I feel like he doesn't have to because he doesn't fit into the category of people who were asked the question. <laughs> I mean, I could guess. It might not be I want to hear, can... hear your guess. I, uh, I mean, there's probably some... Uh, I don't know, benefits they get from paying for it? Like, maybe more swipes or something? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess, a sweet did, summer child. Do they, get free mat do they get free matches? Are there bots oh. that will match for them to make them feel better? Oh, Eli. <laughs> hey, there, there's an idea. <laughs> uh, oh, Eli. So, when you pay for premium on dating apps, it does a couple things. If you get the top-tier subscriptions... You get unlimited swipes, not matches, just swipes, and you typically get pushed a little further up the pile. However, a lot of the dating apps have moved towards those, like, boost things that you can buy, like, five for ten dollars or whatever, so they don't really do that anymore either. Um, the one I've done is for Tinder, and it, like, lets you see who's swiped on you. Yep. So you don't have to, like, go through the the pool of everybody you can just directly look at the list of everybody and make a decision there which is almost worth it <laughs> well i would put out there that looking through that pool requires that you have a pool of people waiting for you not a drip feed uh, that's fair that's fair <laughs> um i originally paid for it to get that leg up uh it's a dating apps or numbers game you swipe on 100 people, 10 of those people, uh, maybe 10 of those people match. Out of those 10, maybe one person, like, if you message those 10, one person replies. Out of the 10 people who reply to you total, like, one of them gives more than one word answers or actually, like, continues the conversation. And out of the 10 people who continue the conversation, maybe one of them you end up going on a date with. So when you're playing Another. that numbers game... Combining numbers, with, it's darn, it's damn near factual numbers, um, at least in my experience. Combine that with the statistic, or not the statistic, but the uh, percentages of men to women, where it's like 
at best 60% men, 40% women. At worst, it's 70-30. And on top of that, men swipe right on about 60% of profiles. They find about 60% of the profiles they see attractive enough to uh, swipe right on. Whereas women find 10, 15 to 10% attractive enough to swipe right on. So you're getting pushed to the bottom of the stack by the algorithm that only pushes you up the stack if you're getting matches. And you're less likely to get matches. And those matches are less likely to result in anything. So you might as well pay the money and get the leg up and the boost you need. And I will say, since I started paying, I have had marked success in getting matches. And have gone on more dates than I did before. Which is only one, but it's still one more than I had. Well, I mean, it sounds like the... I mean, paying, uh, you already got your... You know, the... Pay for what you get. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it really... I don't know. It's like... I was having this thought earlier today, too, of the, like... Was it earlier today or yesterday? Of the, like, yeah... The point of dating apps isn't for you to find a companion. The point of dating apps now is for them to make money. So, they don't want you to find someone. They're going to make it very hard for you to find someone. And they're going to tell you if you pay for this extra thing, it's going to be easier to find someone. Jeez. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> they're a company, yeah. Eli, not a charity. <laughs> and most of them are owned by the Match Group. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to match with the match group? No, the match group's trying to convince you that you don't need to match with anyone. You just need to keep buying, like, five of their subscriptions. Yeah, they want you to match with them. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking match on a date with all All hundreds of employees at once. (laughs) Well, time time to uninstall all the apps. Would you I do what I do? Pay for like four of three of them. I only have one of them. Pay for it. Yeah. Again, I will say, like as cynical as I am, it has helped and it has gotten more overall. So I can't, I can't be too cynical about it because it is helping. But it's also expensive, and I don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, Tinder Gold's like 25 bucks a month. And that's not even their top tier. Oh, what yeah. a racket. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, honestly, I wish... Actually, I wish sorry, in correction. college, I hadn't bucks. been as against it. Yeah. If I had just bitten the bullet in college and used it when I had more of that social mobility and when it was more balanced in terms of benefit to cost, I probably would have gotten a lot more out of it compared to these days when they've realized they can go from free and premium to free gold platinum. <laughs> it sounds like a free-to-play dating. Or <laughs> it kind of is. It? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my legendary drop? What's yeah. the dating... What's the da- What's the Tinder battle pass look like? What <laughs> are the season- seasonal releases? Season one... <laughs> cheaper. Season one was profiles that were made back in 2015 that aren't checked anymore. Dude. Season... We should write a dating app that has a battle pass. <laughs> Season two was the three kids, no husband. Season three was 
four fur kids that you really don't have room for in your apartment. Season five was loves to adventure, but doesn't seem to actually want to go anywhere with you. Well, RJ, look, they're cross. They're doing a cross uh, promotion with Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> don't joke. You get to take pictures of yourself and edit them to look like you're Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, you get the Spider Man filter. <laughs> Look, J. Jonah Jameson matched with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're joking, but Bumble had a Barbie promotion where Barbie and Ken gave you recommendations for compliments to give. Did it work? I don't know. I avoided it. Well, so why would you pay for it if you don't engage with all the content, RJ? I, because comments are one of those things that you have to pay extra to get more of, and I didn't want to do that. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm on the top tier of the Bumble service. Yeah. You... It's a sad, sad world out here, gentlemen. <laughs> you pay for three services? I'm on Hinge as well. And for a while I was on Coffee Meets Bagel, but fuck that service, I don't like it. Hmm. So, you know, we're trying. Boys out here grinding, but not <laughs> actually. And that's not to mention the f ones I'm not paying for. Oh. Yeah. Um, You've given me much to think about. <laughs> I'm on a total of one, two, three, four, six dating apps. Gotta get on that grind. Um, I just love how me, the one without any dating apps, you send the question to first. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't want to bias you. We needed an objective opinion. <laughs> I feel like I didn't give an opinion at all. I just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guessed at what dating app, paying for dating apps looks like, and we swiftly oh. corrected you. <laughs> I was wrong! <laughs> can, we, can we pull this thread even more? You are not currently on them, or you've never been on them? I've, I've never used... I might have, like... I may, I may have made a Tinder profile, set it up, and then deleted it, like, two minutes afterwards, because I've realized... I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure RJ and Calvin bullied me into getting Tinder, like, six years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you know what, I'll give it a try, but I, I, I think, yeah, I, I created the Tinder profile, I swiped maybe like twice, and I was like, I don't want to do this, and I just deleted it. <laughs> this sucks. I'm done. <laughs> That's what I, I feel every time I open the app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not like, like, I, <laughs> I was talking to RJ, like, I'm fine being single right now, like, <laughs> I, I am content if... <laughs> Like if I meet somebody, then yeah, that that would be awesome to go on a date. But I'm I'm perfectly fine just doing my own thing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm so kind of the same way. Yeah, so getting a dating app is I don't really need that. Yeah, that's fair. Especially <laughs> all power to RJ, but I'm not paying for like three. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I would max do one. I think. And if I if it wasn't working, I would switch to a different one probably. But that's just a lot of things to focus on at the same time. 
Oh my god, yeah, that sounds like a lot. But I'm dying over the thought of a a battle pass. <laughs> yeah, let's let's build this out while we wait for RJ to get back. Um, <laughs> like what? So how many matches you'd get would progress throughout the battle pass? Are we building yeah, a dating so. app battle pass? Yeah. We're pivoting back to rework, rewrite to build a battle pass dating app because it's just oh, funny. Man. It's just funny to me. Like I can't get over like. So you... here you, you can either subscribe or buy in seasons. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I think you get an X number of sw- like sw- right swipes. Like yes, I like this profile per battle pass. Um, I think you get a number of challenge profiles where it's either people who are very, very attractive and completely out of your league or people the algorithm has decided would not match well with you, but you have to still try and match with them. So messed up. That's sadistic. <laughs> Jesus. This is so well, it's dark. a battle pass, isn't it? We have to have challenges. <laughs> okay, maybe season pass. <laughs> maybe not battle. Do you feel logging into a dating app battle pass and it tells you you're ranked bronze? <laughs> Get good. No, it would. Because you would go. And it's based on how many people matched with you. Wait, so, it's, so if you match with a ton of people and you got, like, ranked platinum, doesn't that mean you're just, like, sleezing around? <laughs> What's your dating MMR? It means you're popular, Eli. <laughs> What's your ELO? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is All I know is Whatever, if, if a dating app ever did include a battle pass, I guarantee it would just be flooded with bot accounts. Guarantee it. Oh, oh Eli. People selling their dating app accounts. Oh, Eli. Like you do with the they already are. Yeah, so, so, yeah, yeah, if you think it's bad now, introduce statistics and awards. And yeah, that thing's just going to be bot central. The bots are going to be matching with each other. The bots are <laughs> going to find love. Honestly, <laughs> the bot, like, that's honestly some of the saddest stuff in the dating apps is you think you're good at spotting the bots, and then one gets by you, and you're just like, oh, man. I fucking fell for it. <laughs> Don't swipe on anyone who isn't verified. That doesn't work. Or isn't paying for the app. <laughs> you can't tell that. You can on Tinder. You can? Yeah. There's like a little little gem, little yellow gem on their profile. Mm-hmm. It shows what I know. Does that satisfy your battle pass curiosity, Eli? Yeah, I think I've also, throughout this discussion, have encouraged me to continue not using a dating app. (laughs) Yeah, and it's convinced me to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Thank you, RJ. You're welcome, I guess. Should I... Should I feel good about this or bad that I'm paying like $150 a month on dating apps? I would feel bad about that. 
<laughs> no offense, but I would feel bad about that. At least I don't pay for Netflix. That's that's something, right? Uh, uh sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was fun and not at all depressing. Nope. Um, let me go start my battle pass app. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. I want to do some more designing on this and see. You <laughs> <laughs> <And> pitch it <laughs> where it could go. Well, I've got one last question we're going to do this week, then. Okay. Uh, we're going to skip to the last question. What are some ways data... Oh, sorry, wrong question. How do you as a man feel about refreshing ball spray? With the further details, <laughs> I was stocking the shelves at CVS the other day and came across a product by Goodline called Refreshing Balls Spray. <laughs> I'm a bit confused. Do you guys like your balls a bit moist? Does it help with sticking? What are these questions? <laughs> what Where do you, you get mean? this from again? Ask Reddit. Uh, I got these from Ask Men on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is there a correlation between these two? <laughs> it's questions for uh, men. Source from the same place. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say uh, same way with the dating apps I don't use ball spray <laughs> and I never have I never will Eli, imagine it you take a little spritz bottle and you just spray down there and it's just nice and moist and you, it doesn't stick to your legs mm. <laughs> Here's keeps them from drying out here. we'll send you some ball spray <laughs> Yeah, if you buy the the Supreme subscription to our Battle Pass dating app, uh, we'll send you ball spray. <laughs> no, it's just the, it's just digital ball spray for your account. Yep, for your digital balls. <laughs> it it lubricates so you can swipe on more. Oh my oh god, my I'm god. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> what are you backing out? You don't want to invest in our brand new app? Nope. Come on, you're I'm a done. investor. I'm it's out. Just, feels like now we're going to make another genre that's like cookie clicker, but for dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's, it's instead of seeing multiple profiles, it just gives you the one profile. And every time you click, you like it. And that way, if you build up the number of times you like it in a second, they know how serious you are about liking their profile. This is, uh, this is some uh, black... Uh, this is some Black Mirror dystopian watch. Yeah, that that is creepy. I feel so the like problem is it just gives you a random profile, threshold. right? Every time yeah. you play the game, it's just the one profile. <laughs> no, a roguelike so dating game. app. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a roguelike dating app. You start with a random profile. You try to get as far as you can before you die. <laughs> That's awesome, and you can get different upgrades to it. Like you can add more pictures, or can add a picture. Yeah, you start off. Your profile gets a picture and twenty characters. That's almost better than the battle pass one. We should <laughs> Just... invest in this one. Yeah. We should take this to Shark Tank. <laughs> I have a friend who's getting into the venture capital world. Hey. You know, might have some connections. We'll take it to Kickstarter, get the Kickstarter funded, and then never put out a product. This is the way. <laughs> Eli, you could get on the that, ground floor. That sounds so fun to make. We should make a roguelike <laughs> dating app. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, all right. the, the, the roguelike dating app is definitely more fun and like than the, than the predatory and exploitative <laughs> well, no, no, here, here's the thing eli it's all about a shared cinematic universe right like shared universes are in vogue so we have to have multiple dating apps that all share the same dating app averse Oh jeez! So you make a profile profile on one, and you can transport that profile to the other apps to participate in those apps. So you start off in all of them with the same thing, but you can go pr- play the roguelite one to improve your profile on the other apps. It's revolutionary, inspiring. With that, RJ, I'm out. <laughs> you don't want to invest? I'm I'm also out. <laughs> With 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 your investment, we could make millions. I for I'm a only third asking time, for, for a 10, third time. I'm out. <laughs> Withdraw. <laughs> Give me eighty percent of your business. Oh, you already okay, said I'll put it this out. way, Eli. You can invest, or I'm putting your name down as inspired by. No, 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 you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Credits dedicated to Eli. Dedicated to Eli, who gave us the idea. And told us to run with it. <laughs> I brought stop. this monstrosity into the world. Also said he was out. <laughs> <laughs> he told us to run away, to be fair. But he told us to run with it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a no on the ball spray. Yes, that's a hard no. <laughs> In I... fact, never use those two words together around my, like, <laughs> around me again. <laughs> What, you don't like talking about this very, very good product by a company called Goodline? Goodline Ball Spray? <laughs> John, are you in this on the is, ball spray? Uh, this is another uh, one of those situations where people can do what they want. Um, this doesn't seem like it's hurting anybody. It might not be necessary, but if it makes you feel good and you want to spend your money on it, go for it. Um, I'd try it. I probably wouldn't stick with it. I I can ima- like I almost imagine it's kind of like if like they have those dandruff shampoos right for like dry scalps so if you just have like dry balls that itch all the time get some ball spray or some dandruff shampoo I don't know if that works on balls never know till you try fair it's just it's just dandruff sp- shampoo in a spray bottle. Alright, well, with these brilliant dating app ideas that we're definitely going to make and produce we, and put out in the world. We were, like, up here many times this episode, and we're just finishing at the bottom. Oh, Man, we, were, we, start off with, we start off with a fun, quirky, haha, which, which art of clothing are you? Well, that's and one then of the we're, questions. Coming up, we're coming up with questions dystopian the, dating uh, the apps. In the roguelite dating app, you can earn uh, questions to put on your profile that people can answer. That's one of them. Why don't, why don't the dating app is just like clothes, like anthropomorphic clothes? Actually, right. I believe there is a new dating app being promoted called Boo, where it's not picture based. Oh, I've heard about that. It's um, Myers Briggs personality test result based. Oh, really? Interesting. That's what I've heard. Actually, I might be spreading mis- misinformation right now, but that's what I've heard. I'll give it a try and report back. <laughs> We're going to do some investigative journalism. Four dating apps next week. (laughs) Well, Uh, that is one of. Okay, you can sort like minded souls by 16 types, including Zodiac and Enneagram. 
Okay. So. Well, that's it for this week. If you haven't learned anything, you should go re-listen to the episode and try again. And don't any of you steal our roguelike dating app idea. That's going to take us like three years to develop. <laughs> it's okay. By the time anybody who can do anything about it listens, it'll be too late. I was talking to my boss today. He's on episode 15. We haven't even oh, gotten okay. to the point where I was okay. in, where I was like working at my current place of employment. Well, thank you both for joining this week. Thank you for having us. I'm, yeah, thank I'm you sure for Eli allowing us to create nothing. this chaos. <laughs> Excellent chaos. The, the best chaos. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. We're also on social media. Our Facebook is Better Buddies, where we have our Meme Mondays and our Icebreaker Questions. Our Social media platform formerly known as Twitter is at BetterBudCast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies when you tweet about the show. And our Gmail account is BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last but not least, be a better buddy. I get the chopper. This is our podcast voice now. Welcome back to Better Bodies. Join my friends. Yeah. Shall shall the episode? <laughs> Do it. Do it now. now. We'll be back next week. We have another episode. <laughs> Why do I already know this is going to be the post episode? <laughs> 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 <laughs>